Lord, Pete. How's it going, Paul? It's going well. How are you? Doing well. Uh, welcome, listeners, to the first uh, playoff uh, podcast. Uh, we should come up with a better name. Playoff, uh, playoff call number one, episode one. <laughs> 13, I believe, of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, if you missed uh, episode 112, we uh, decided on there to uh, uh, record a daily phone conversation between us rather than our weekly format. Uh, should be like between five and ten minutes. Quick hitter, uh, our reactions the morning after uh, the playoff games from the night before. So this is the first one. Um, Paul, did you watch the Yankees-Twins game last night? Uh, yeah, I watched from around 8.30 until the end. did fall asleep for the ninth. Um, I, when I turned it on at 8.30, I was thinking it would be like in the sixth or the seventh inning, but it was actually the third inning, so I caught most of the game. Um, how about you? Yes, I started watching around the fifth or sixth inning as well. Yep. Yeah, I guess for those that uh, didn't watch, uh, <laughs> a brief re- recap of the game. The uh, Yankees won the wild card game, 8-4 over the Twins. Um, and I would say beyond like the first uh, maybe three or four innings, it was kind of what we expected. Um, a lot of home runs and a ton of uh, innings from the Yankees bullpen. That was kind of the story. Uh, or is the story of the day after, I think, is um, the Yankees' bullpen going eight and two-thirds and um, just being dominant. Yeah, I think the biggest, uh, maybe the most interesting thing to me was uh, Severino only going a third of an inning and the Yankees still winning. Um, So in the top of the first, uh, Dozier let off of the home run for the Twins, then Maurer uh, popped out, but then uh, a walk to Jorge Polanco, and then Eddie Rosario had a home run, and then a single by Eduardo Escobar, and a double by Max Kepler, uh, and then uh, Chad Green came in to, to replace Severino. So um, just kind of nuts that Severino's their ace. He's had a great season, but uh, they obviously have a quick leash in the playoffs, and um, it's I guess perhaps to Girardi for for making that call pretty quick. An interesting question I was thinking about this morning. If you were a um, starter on a team like Yankees or like you know another team with a really good bullpen, maybe like the Indians, would you think it would help or hurt knowing that you uh, had like an amazing bullpen behind you and could be yanked at any point? So I feel like it. You know, it obviously helps knowing that you have, like, reinforcements and, uh, you know, there's not as much pressure on you. But I also feel like it kind of hurts knowing that, you know, if you have one bad stretch, you know, three or four guys in a row, almost certainly um, the manager's going to be getting someone up in the pen. Yeah. Yeah, no. Uh, I mean, I hadn't thought about that, but, yeah, I could see it both ways. Probably, probably overall a net, a net positive in terms of your confidence. Um, so there there were a lot of home runs, like Paul said. Uh, Aaron Judge hit one, which was pretty cool. He was uh, he was pretty excited. Um, other home runs: uh, Didi Gregorius hit one. 
Fred Gardner hit one. And then for the Twins, Dozier and Rosario hit one, both in the, the first inning. Um, so, uh, yeah, pretty pretty fun, action-packed start of the game. But then, yeah, as the game moved on, it kind of got uh, slower. Game time officially was three hours and 51 minutes, which actually around the sixth inning or so, it looked like it was going to go way longer than that. So uh, mm-hmm. um, the last last couple innings went a little faster, I guess. But, um, yeah, cool, cool atmosphere. It seemed like Yankee Stadium was pretty uh, uh, excited about the, the one-game playoff. One thing we haven't talked about, and that may not translate the best to a uh, an audio podcast, uh, was the, uh, not injury to Gary Sanchez, but the solid tip to his groin that caused quite a stir on uh, Twitter or on social media. I think it was the fifth inning, or maybe the sixth. Uh, David Robertson was pitching, and um, Twins better foul tipped the ball right off. Sanchez's groin, inner groin, and Robertson's uh, facial expression was uh, was pretty priceless. So if you haven't uh, had the chance to to go search that out online, I would recommend it. Yeah, yeah it's pretty great. I assume that people will be seeing that for a long, long time. Um, uh, yes. All right. So the Yankees win. Uh, they move on to play the Indians. The Indians and Yankees last met uh, in the playoffs in 2007, I believe. Just a quick search. Uh, as we're talking here, the 2007 uh, ALDS, the Indians beat the Yankees in four games. Um it was the uh, Jabba Chamberlain, uh, like, Nats or Bugs game. It was the last time the Yankees played a playoff game in Cleveland. Yes, would that have been 2007? I believe so. Hmm. Jabba Chamberlain. I feel like Jabba had an interesting career. Um, yes, he did. He did pitch in the 2007 ALDS. How old do you think Java Chamberlain is, Paul? He is 34. He's 32. Hmm. Um, went to Nebraska. Did not pitch all in the majors this year. Yes, so the, the Indians won um, the 2007 series. Uh, so, 10 years later, have a rematch. Uh, you would think the, the Indians would be favored, right? Um, I mean, they're probably favored to win the World Series from any team so far. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, we haven't talked about this yet um, because the news just broke yesterday. But the Indians are kind of going crazy with their uh, rotation in the postseason. They're starting. Yeah, I thought, I thought on the bottom line it said that uh, Kluber wasn't going to start game one. What's the point there? Uh, it's a kind of complicated. Francona said something about um, wanting to turn, wanting to kind of stretch his roster for all it was worth. So I think he's thinking that um, by starting Bauer in Game One, uh, he sort of has like the, a group of relievers that can do what the Yankees bullpen did last night. So he could bring back Bauer in like games. Uh, three, four, and five. 
but yeah, it's. I mean, assuming, and, uh, I, assuming the Bauer doesn't pitch very much, right? Or even if he goes, you know, five innings, he could come back. Um, huh? Three days. Three days rest. I feel like he's overthinking it, right? I think so. Um, he's, you know, he still said Kluber could go. Kluber will go in Game Five, so he'll still get two starts. The the thing is, like the winner of Game One wins the series, a five-game series, like sixty-eight percent of the time. So, um, yeah, it's definitely a risk. He's also he's kind of said this at the end of his press conference, but I think it was probably more at the forefront of his mind uh, that. Um, You'd have Kluber, you know, if the if they won four games, if the Indians won four games, you would have Kluber for Game One of the next series on five days rest. So, so maybe they're not, they're um, not taking the Yankees very seriously. Yeah, it seems like it. Um, but yeah, interesting, and I don't know. I I kind of trust Francona, but on the surface, it seems like he's overthinking it. Yeah. I agree, yeah. If the Yankees win game one there on Friday, then uh, they kind of take control of that series, I think. Um, one other non-playoff note, uh, uh, you see Shohei Otani um, in his last appearance of the season pitched very well. Oh, his, last, his last game in Japan. What was the, the rundown? So, uh, former podcast guest uh, Jason Cosgray the Japan Times um, wrote an article. Headline is <clears throat> Otani dazzles and likely last game before heading to the majors. Um, let's see. If I can get a, uh, a line here. Apparently he threw he topped out at 101. Um Went one for four at the plate, but uh, let's see. It was his first, his first two-way start of 2017. Does that just mean starting pitcher in in the lineup? Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, he struck out ten, two hits shutout. Nice. Any any hit uh, cleanup. Yes, so uh seems like he's ready to go. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm excited to see him in the majors. Uh, I guess we should preview uh, tonight's game. Uh, we've got the NL wildcard game, Rockies-Diamondbacks on uh, TBS. Uh, this one apparently starts at 6 p.m. Central. It's helpful. Wait, no, sorry. MLB.com has it wrong. 8 p.m. Central, or seven, mm-hmm. 8 Eastern, 7 Central, but it says 7 Eastern. All right, uh, so Grinky versus John Gray. Um, what uh, What are you watching for tonight, Paul? Yeah, I think, you know, this isn't as, uh, of a, as much of a mismatch as last night was, but I still think the Benbacks are heavy favorites. Um, you know, you pick them to make it to the World Series, and uh, I don't like them as much as you, but I I do like them to win uh, this game at least. Uh, but uh, the beauty of the one-game pl- playoff is that uh, who knows what's going to happen. So 
I like Green Key to go, you know, seven or eight innings and pitch really well and uh, them to win fairly easily, but you never know. I need a, I need a Paul's bold prediction. Uh, J.D. Martinez hits two home runs. Man. <laughs> uh, so Jeremy Hazelbaker apparently plays for the Diamondbacks. Wow, uh, former card. I'm going to say he gets a base hit off the bench. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, World Series prediction for me. So uh, remain credible. Um, I guess lastly, uh, we can talk about it more tomorrow on, on our chat, but uh, I feel like these wildcard games are uh, super fun and super good uh, for baseball. Yeah, I agree. Uh, doesn't seem to be as much chatter this year. I've seen a couple articles and segments online um, about you know questioning the format and stuff like that, but not as much as previous years. So I agree. Um, they are what they are. They're crapshoot. They're not fair, but they're fun. Yes, and it, it just means something to win a division now, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. All right. Well, everyone, uh, thanks for listening to our first playoff chat. Uh, hope you tune back in tomorrow. Uh, but have a wonderful Wednesday, and uh, enjoy the playoffs. See you, Paul. Thanks, Pete.